what my little motto is, is collaboration over comparison. Are you a writer in search of supportive community or fellow writers to collaborate with you? Do you scroll through social media and feel a twinge of jealousy when you see someone doing just what you're doing? Do you want to build your writing life, but you need to know where you fit? If so, you've landed in the right place, and this episode will help you find your way. Hi, I'm Clarissa Mall, and welcome to The Writerly Life, brought to you by Hope Writers, the most encouraging place on the internet for writers to make progress. Here at The Writerly Life, we help you expand your creativity, explore new techniques, and express your hope-filled words in a world that needs them. We'll help you learn to balance the art of writing with the business of publishing and learn to hustle without losing heart. You have words, and your words matter. And as you write them, you can be you, boldly, bravely, maybe even a little scared sometimes. You can be you in your writing life. Welcome to the show, friends. Lean in, grab a pen, let's chat. When you're ready to put your words out into the world, it's easy to feel a sense of insecurity, especially when you discover other writers may be saying similar things. Our culture has primed us to think about all of life as competition, but writers who want to flourish must commit to the exact opposite. Our success as writers depends in large part on how we link arms with others and champion their success. This episode asks the question, who is in my corner? Because here at Hope Writers, we believe that building a team can only make your writing better. Whether you collaborate on a book project or just trade war stories and encouragement, the writers in your corner will offer you strength when your writing energy lags, and they'll cheer the loudest when you've achieved the success you've been working toward. Lean in as Darina Gilmore-Young tells us more in this recent Hope Writers Tuesday teaching with author and co-founder Emily P. Freeman. You know what? Um, I definitely am one of those people who is wired for collaboration. So people who know me well, you know that this is one of my passions. I love gathering people around topics and, and around passions. I love working together with people. Um, for those Enneagram lovers out there, I'm an Enneagram 7. So I'm the girl who, you know, loves to gather and invite people over for good, for good food and, you know, invite people to the table, whether that's Voxer or Facebook group, just so that we can be an encouragement to each other. And honestly, you know, collaboration is scary and you do need to be discerning with it. I mean, I probably err on the side of trusting people more quickly just because of the way I'm wired. But I found that collaborating with people, even in the sense of encouraging and cheering people on in their journey, not necessarily writing a book together, although I've done some of that too, that there is such a deeper joy and gratitude that comes out in me when I move towards collaboration. And I'll be really honest because, you know, we're hope writers here and say, you know, there are times when I do struggle with feelings of comparison or that little twinge of jealousy or scrolling through Instagram and feeling like an imposter or like, oh, man, I got to get hustling because so-and-so is doing this amazing thing over there. I mean, that is a reality of being a writer. 
But what my little motto is, is collaboration over comparison. So if I'm ever in that spot where I'm feeling that sort of mm, darkness or inferiority that's kind of rising up in me, I have to pay attention to that. And there's two things. One, I know that I probably need to rest and maybe take a break from social media. That's been one I've learned more recently is to listen to my heart in that. But the second thing I've learned is that maybe that's a moment where I need to think about how I could encourage somebody else or how that person who maybe, you know, some of those thoughts have risen up inside of me because of something great that they're doing. What if I use that energy instead to give them that positive feedback and that encouragement, or even to partner with them. I totally understand that feeling of like the group project and depending on, you know, how we're wired and where we fall in the group, um, just having a hard time learning to trust people. But I would say from my own experience in Hope Writers that it started with building relationships. And that for me was through Hope Circles. Um, We had several circles that started. And as I was kind of making a list last night of some of the circles that I've been a part of, I've been probably in maybe 10 or 12 Hope Circles through the years. And they were all for different topics or different themes, or sometimes we would even just come together from very different writing spaces to read through scripture together or pray together. And out of those hope circles is really where those deeper relationships formed. And so I think about like one of my first hope circles that I was a part of was for writers of grief and hope. And it was really interesting because all of us were navigating some really difficult things in our lives some of us very different things, you know, a couple of us who had lost a spouse, some who had lost children, maybe gone through uh, miscarriage or other types of grief, but coming together in that space and being able to share vulnerably that just binded us together in amazing ways. And so I think about, you know, some of the women who were part of that group with me, like Adriel Booker and um, Tara Dixon And I think, you know, we had probably eight or 10 of us who were part of that circle, but it was so meaningful to me. And sometimes it is hard to kind of, you know, lean in with people in a deeper way when we're in the Facebook group. So I would highly recommend people getting involved in those circles. And if there's something specific that you're looking for, even hosting it, when you host it, it doesn't mean you have to be the expert. And I'll give an example of that. Um, I wanted to write a nonfiction book that came out of my experience. I actually wrote my Bible study, Glory Chasers, first. And then I really felt like I wanted to write a nonfiction, maybe a memoir that would share that same story, but with readers who might never do a 10-week Bible study. And I knew that I had heard about this thing called a book proposal, but in children's literature, we don't do book proposals in the same way that you do in the nonfiction world. And so I wanted to learn about it and I decided, okay, let's just start a hope circle. So I invited people who are also writing their book proposals to join me. And there was a collective of us who started working on it together. You know, once a week we would connect and say, okay, let's swap, you know, talking about what's your description or what's your marketing plan. We would talk through it and we'd even edit for each other. And it's so fun because many of those women, people like Nikki Hardy and others have gotten their contracts out of that group. And I even invited a couple of guest speakers um, like Shauna Letelier. She had gone before us and already had a book contract. So she generously came and spoke to our group just kind of about the process of writing that nonfiction book proposal. And so the collaboration then happened 
in just kind of developing those friendships and trust and then working on a specific project together. Can you tell us what was the platform that you used? Like, for example, in your book proposal, we're all going to write a book proposal. Was it on Voxer? Was it on Zoom? What was your platform? I'm trying to remember. I think we use Voxer just so we could kind of talk it out and share ideas with each other. But then we did exchange documents. And I'm not positive, but I think we might have used like Google Docs or something where people could put comments in there. And yeah. that way we could give each other kind of feedback. And we had, like I said, a couple guest speakers and even some examples of nonfiction book proposals that we were using to kind of help each other out. How much do I love that you were just a grown up and that you were like, you know what? I'm writing a book proposal and I need some help. So we're going to, not only am I going to gather other people who are doing similar work, which is collaboration, but we're also going to bring in a guest speaker. Like, Hello. Like that's so pro. And I just want to commend you for that because it's made a difference. It's, it's brought you from a point to a new point, which is the whole idea of hope writers is helping you to make progress. And, you know, sometimes that's going to look like giving you the tools and then other times that's going to help you. That's going to look like giving you the confidence to find the tools that you need, because there is this group of people here who we all have a similar goal is that we want to, we want to write words of hope, whether that's for children or for grownups or in fiction or a nonfiction um, and finding other people who want to do that too. Doesn't that sound great? Instead of seeing other writers as the competition, Darina linked arms and found the encouragement she needed to step forward and build her writing career. She found that joining Hope Writers not only gave her the teaching she needed to grow in her craft, but also met her need for connection with fellow writers. Through smaller, member-driven Hope Circles, Darina deepened relationships with other members and collaborated with them in ways that helped all of them to flourish as writers. However, like many writers, Darina has to actively fight against comparison, even as a veteran collaborator. It's easy to fall into the trap of comparing ourselves and our work to others. This can keep us from collaborating because we view others as competition. When we see fellow writers thriving on social media, celebrating their latest published article, or signing a new book contract, it can discourage those of us who are struggling in those areas. Comparison leads us to believe that we're in competition with one another. Collaboration helps us celebrate and encourage one another as we work toward our goals together. Consider these three ways to help you discover who's in your corner. Number one, stop the scroll. Even the most collaborative among us can be sidetracked by comparison. Comparing our own progress to that of other writers can quickly lead to unproductive feelings of envy, jealousy, and frustration. These feelings keep us from producing our best work. The truth is, we write better together. Social media is a fun, connective space until it's not. When we compare ourselves to others online, it can be toxic for our souls and our work. Taking regular extended breaks, limiting our daily time on social media, and even muting those whose work we envy are easy strategies to protect ourselves from comparison. When you start to feel the green-eyed monster lurking, simply stop the scroll. Number two, encourage someone else. Envy and comparison can keep us stuck in our feelings or our own ambitions, 
or they can lead us to active, generous celebration of other writers' work. When we feel competitive rather than collaborative, it's an opportunity for us to choose a healthier response. Rather than being held back by a feeling of inferiority, we can take our eyes off our work and encourage another writer in theirs. When you feel the urge to compare, shoot a DM to a writer whose work you admire. Text a thank you to the friend who's been a champion of your work. Connect with your writer friends and let them know how much you appreciate their feedback and their hope-filled words. Number three, consider new forms of collaboration. Collaboration doesn't always mean co-writing. It could also mean co-encouragement. When we expand our view of collaboration, we can find ways of working together that are life-giving and help us avoid competition. Darina discovered that collaboration can be a place where creativity and connection flourish, and that it can be tailored to our own needs when we take the initiative to work with other writers. Collaborate by coordinating a local writers group or starting a Voxer channel to trade ideas. The writing life isn't an environment of scarcity. Good writing always grows in community. We began this episode by asking who is in my corner, and I hope you've discovered yours might be bigger than you thought. Collaboration helps to expand your creativity, and it offers you the community that will support you when you question the value of your words and wrestle with your competitive impulse. In a world that tells you to look out for number one, collaboration invites you to champion others' success, knowing that when you do, your writing life will flourish too. We can never really discover whether or not that collaboration is going to happen unless we ask. So they have the option to say no, but right. they don't have the option to say no unless you ask them. It's a great point. Yes. <laughs> so I have learned that in a lot of different contexts in my life that I have to be brave to ask that person if I have a creative idea and if they say no, you know, not to take it personally, there might be a lot of different reasons. It might be timing. It might be, you know, separate goals. But I have often been pleasantly surprised by people who I kind of felt like were out of my league, so to speak, who had said yes and even gone farther and said, oh, well, I'd love to help you in this way. I mean, just as an example with launching a book, it is very humbling because you have to think about people who are going to be influencers, people who can endorse your book. And, you know, in a lot of cases, you're reaching out to people kind of cold. You don't, I'm, I'm thinking in my mind, oh, this person's so busy. They're, they're so successful. They have thousands of Instagram followers. But if we just focus on that stuff, then we'll never ask. If this episode was helpful to you, just imagine how helpful the entire hour-long interview with Darina Gilmore-Young would be. Every week, Hope Writers members have access to a new one-hour Tuesday teaching with agents, publishers, social media strategists, and authors like Darina Gilmore-Young. Hope Writers helps you make progress in your writing life, whether you're writing blogs, articles, on social media, or in a book. If you want to be serious about your words and your reader, we're here for you. For writing tips and encouragement, find us on Instagram at Hope Writers or at our public Facebook page, Hope Writers Community. Last, a final word from one of my favorite authors, Louisa May Alcott. It takes two flints to make a fire. 
Writing may be a solitary task, but it doesn't need to be a lonely life. As you build your team through collaboration, you'll discover that the creative sparks fly when you link arms with other writers and celebrate their success. You can be you as you weave your hope-filled words together with others. Thanks for listening, writer friend. As you step into this week, remember to keep writing. Your words matter. We can't wait to read them. If you found this episode of The Writerly Life helpful, be sure to like, comment, and hit the subscribe button below here on YouTube. If you're listening in, like, rate, and subscribe in Apple Podcasts. Your reviews help others know you found the content helpful. See you next time.